GameZillaMedia.com. Video game makers believe that their products are starting to attract a whole new market. The voice of the gaming generation. The competition in this industry is so fierce, but we did manage to get a glimpse into the future. Real gaming opinions. The obvious question is, of course, how long will this smashing success last for video games? The last line of the next major gaming news. The GameZilla Podcast. Look, that comes one of the Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Graham, and with me remotely is my producers, the Deadite Knight and Player One Miggy, who decided to make noise and talk about things during the intro and not be muted. I didn't say anything. He said, yeah, you, he, he said, said, why do we look so bad? He says, he looks, <laughs> he looks so bad. And then, and then I kind of heard this. Uh, I, mean, I, I heard this. You ready? You ready? Did I already say something? Yes! Yeah, you, you audibly spoke during our intro. <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it might be so quiet that it didn't pick up, but but I definitely heard saying, it. I didn't think I said a word. I know I lived it, but do we want to do that again? No, no, this <laughs> nah, is it. We're doing it's live. a one-time run. Style. Welcome we're to episode live. 333 oh of the GameZilla Podcast. Um, your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And one more time, I will welcome my co hosts, my producers, the Deadite Knight and Player One Mickey. How's it going? <laughs> I mean, it's okay for me down there, you know. Hey, hey, you guys both look terrible, but I'm glad to be here with you. I'm watching yeah. I'm watching the stream live on twitch.tv slash gamesmedia, and I can tell you we all look fine. So it might nope, just be on now. you. No, oh, you look good now. Oh, okay. Look at, that. Oh, look, at, look at that face. Look at that face. All right. Oh, anyway, this face. Deadite. How are you? We buddy? are a third of the way to our 1,000th episode, and we have never been further from professionalism or quality. <laughs> <laughs> we never claim to be professional here. <laughs> listen, listen. Okay. That's not why people tune into this show. They like the dumpster fire that we are. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware. Mm-hmm. I'm the main proprietor of filling this dumpster with garbage, so <laughs> everyone would have left if that wasn't true. <laughs> all right. Well, um, first of all, before we go any further, we do we want to uh, thank our supporters on Patreon. Did I get away? Yes. <clears throat> Listen, I know that you on your tablet, telephone, or computer, which are the ways you're most likely listening to or watching this show, have the ability to open a web browser and go to patreon.com slash gamesillamedia. There, you will have the ability to generously donate and contribute to Gamezilla by becoming a patron. So join us. Just $1 per month. That's the baseline. That'll get you some nice basic perks. But the real sweetness comes in at that $5 a month level. That is our exclusive content level. Every show on the GameZilla Media Podcasting Network has a bonus show for you available there, including we'll be uh, dropping it next week. Must or bust for the month of November. Going to be a big month because I don't know if you've heard about this. There's some new video game systems coming out next month. So What? There is? What? Must or bust. It's going to be... Dork and the Ninjas didn't tell me about those. <laughs> Yeah, he breaks all of our local news, all of our hot news. Um, So get in there, uh, get your $5 subscription in and get ready for us to break down that month in gaming for you. Um, Get all the new releases. So head on over to patreon.com slash games of the media and start your patronage today. (laughs) 
I'm watching the Twitch chat on twitch.tv slash gameslamedia with that last comment, just waiting for the reaction, and then Dork and Ninja's come through, glares at Grim. I love it. Anyways, if you want to be interactive with us during the show as we record, this is how you do it. Twitch.tv slash media. Come hang out with us every Monday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time is when we try to get started, um, but sometimes we run a little late like today. So, anyways... We got a uh, a pretty full show for you today, so I'm not going to waste too much more time, and we're going to get into what's happening in the world of gaming, and uh, Miggy, you are officially my full-time news guy. Let's do it! Let's get into the news! It came from the internet. Here is the news. <laughs> uh, He's perfect. so much better than I ever was. So, so much better, yeah. I, I, I will never regret this decision of firing you. <laughs> Uh, topic number one, Microsoft uh, stepping in and is <clears throat> talking about free xCloud streaming sticks. Ooh. 2021 is going to be an interesting year for xCloud. Microsoft's head of gaming and Xbox, Phil Spencer, has hinted that the company is planning TV streaming sticks for its xCloud gaming service. Spencer discusses the potential for additional tiers of game Xbox Game Pass, which could include a free bundled TV stick to play xCloud games. The quote from Spencer is, I think you're going to see lower-priced hardware as part of our ecosystem when you think about streaming sticks and other things that somebody might want to just plug into their TV and go play via xCloud. You could imagine us even having something that will just include in, will just be included in the Game Pass subscription that gave you an ability to stream xCloud games to your television and buying the controller. Sounds familiar, Stadia. But um, this is this is I mean this isn't surprising to me. I think it's it's good that they're coming out and talking about it. If you want to like talk about Microsoft and like their history of this of this like device that they've been working on since probably 2013 when they when they decided to show the world uh halo games streaming on on a device on a windows device and then and windows phone at that matter and then they and then it kind of just disappeared forever until until recently um they've been working on this and and the idea of not everyone's going to buy a $500 system not everyone's going every, you know a lot of people have iPhone right now and there's a major issue with not being able to play remotely on your iPhone so what are you going to like what are the other avenues that you're going to have and obviously the TV is a, is a big piece that you can access if can you gain access to it without requiring someone buying an Xbox Series S or an Xbox Series X you know and so a streaming stick would be that answer but um yeah i don't know it um it's cool the the whole free aspect of it obviously more information needs to be needs to be discussed as to what what that exactly means um and how you're going to obtain it or if it's going to be bundled when you buy a new tv or is it something that you get for free when you sign up for the service you know blah 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 just that's all theory right now but it was cool to see Phil himself come out and talk about this because, like I said, there really hasn't been a whole lot of discussion about this concept for years since uh, Halo 4 was streaming. They were streaming Halo 4 on Windows and Windows phones back in 2013. Now, I can't uh, remember where I heard this, um, so I, I can't give a, give a source, but 
Um, I've also heard talk that there is in development a Samsung TV app, which the apps on Samsung TVs aren't great, but for an, for the possibility of having xCloud streaming directly to Samsung TVs. Yeah, so the difference with this app, well, this app and the partnership is the key, right? Microsoft partnered with Samsung earlier this year um, for xCloud specifically. Uh, so it's only a matter of time before we see the company's game streaming service appear on Samsung TVs, um, as well as what potentially could be a special version hitting you know some cell phones and things like that like the note which is very popular uh the s20 very popular and we're going to be moving into 2021 where we're going to see those refreshed uh, devices coming out not around you know around this brand new system so we could see that um 2021 could be an interesting year for xcloud especially as microsoft is planning to upgrade its server blades to more capable xbox series x hardware and that teaming up with samsung and streaming it just gets better and better, right? So, also Sam Samsung being—I mean, everybody's jumping on board, but Samsung leading the way as one of the major manufacturers of supporting 5G product right now, um, as far as performance and exp and and just experience for the user. You know, you could very well start to see this marketing ploy of it plays best on Samsung, right? Type deal. Um, so yeah, we'll see what, what that brings. You're 100% right. The, the the other part of this, though, is that Spencer made public mention of Xbox streaming TV sticks implies that hardware could be ready soon. Microsoft has so far only bundled xCloud game streaming with its highest Xbox Game Pass Ultimate tier, which is 15 bucks a month, um, $14.99 technically. There's certainly room for additional tiers and access, which is what they've been talking about, is a free tier and then premium tiers. So now what now when we're hearing these things about all this content being added to Game Pass, we got EA Play coming in. We have we have all this stuff being added to Game Pass. The the value of Game Pass is getting better and better and better. Right now we're only hearing about it because we're we only have access to it at 14.99. Right? As far as the full bundle of things with XCloud, with Game Pass, all that bundled in. Now, yes, you can get Game Pass for less and stuff like that. But now could we start to see what we talked about earlier? We're really starting to see this. There's so much stuff coming to this that could we see a free tier that's just first party and everything else is missing? Could we see that, you know, we have a 999 model that's just for console. We have a 999 model that's just for PC, but like how does that how does that evolve do we start to see um a little more flexibility where the user can have a little more control over the content that they're paying for and that starts to be a little bit of a similar situation to what amazon has pitched right being able to fully customize channels and be like i want the ubisoft channel but i don't care about this channel and pay separately but we'll see how that kind of starts to play out with xcloud I don't want it to yeah. see go the same way as Amazon. Yeah, if, if you have the if you have a streaming stick and you get an Xbox uh you know subscription for that, you don't need the games with gold. Like you you, you don't have storage space on that stick, so it, it's all entirely cloud based. So if those things only function off the Game Pass plan, you won't need all the features that the Game Pass Ultimate has, which includes discounts on uh you know purchasable games and things like that. So um, I could definitely see there being a a streamlined price um, price lowered 
option for someone that is just doing streaming stick. Yeah. And la- now, I oh go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say now I have seen. I mean, and and they're probably gonna lean more towards um the way you described um Dead Eye, but I have seen some um some streaming sticks. Um, I want to say the latest has been the Android um the Android uh, media stick that does um let you uh use external um memory, so you can plug a hard drive up to it, you can plug a flash drive mm. up to it. Um, but um. Yeah, I could see them. I mean, if they want to, if they want to include that design, if they want to just keep it streamlined, keep it simple, straight cloud based, then yeah, um, yeah, just uh, you know what you're saying, just strictly X cloud, everything is saved in the cloud, you can keep going. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I could see them possibly including uh, a USB C type of adapter on there for external memory. External yeah, I just memory, don't know how much that would affect the power in the stick. You know, like I, I, I'm not an engineer, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but. I don't know what it would be able to play off its external support there. Where an Android-based one, there's a more limited range to well, the, the stream, spec of yeah. the games that are being played opposed to the entire Xbox infrastructure. Yeah, I mean, the, I guess the only thing could be to offset assets, right? Loading, loading things. But then again, you're, you're, you're playing from a server, not from anything at the house. So I right. think... Um, those storage units can be interesting for Game Pass side of things, but for XCloud, XCloud is is all designed to, to in theory, happen on a blade in a, in a data center or you converting your own Xbox at home to be a, a, a server and then access it. Um, so, and the crazy thing is, recently I've tried both now that the Xbox app has been released, like the new Xbox app is out, um, I've done the whole play it from my, my system to my phone. And then I've also done play it from the, from the data center to my phone. And I found that performance was honestly the same, hmm. which I was a little surprised that my home network just sitting in the other room couldn't outperform me traveling to a data center as far as just, I mean, we're, you know, from the concept of me traveling from my game room to my living room versus from me to say Chicago, and uh, we're Michigan based, there should be a variance there, and and there is a variance there. If you looked at numbers, there will be a variance. There's that's just the way it works. But they've done something within their programming to make it feel at least to me almost identical as long as I sit in a very you know, I know I have a good network here. So as long as I'm in a good network, it feels great. I'm sure if I was sitting at like a McDonald's and I wanted to compare that experience versus me sitting in my house connecting to my Xbox, I probably would side with my house directly connecting to my Xbox. But, you know, um, that's that's all I've been able to test and they both feel really good. So I think um, less less about the internal storage on these devices, at least for Xbox side of things, because they don't want to they don't want you to need it. They don't want it. They don't want you. They don't want to give you the game anymore. They don't want to give you the files. They want you to pay a pay a fee and stream everything and technically ha- have no ownership of a single file for to whatever you're playing. When you think about it that way, right? It, it's the same idea of, as us listening to our music. We don't, you know, like 
we don't download our music. We we broadcast it and we pay this. And it's one reason why Deadite has for forever has hated this concept is the lack of ownership to that physical disc that is his that is that is his you know he loves music he wants to own the music it's it's why i have a, a wall of video games i love video games i want the video game to be on my wall even if i can look at a game like destiny and say this disc is really just a key i still there's still a value to having that box and that disc on my shelf i bought a cd on saturday you're right yeah it's just i totally get it and it's that concept that we've talked about time and time again in any industry right now, entertainment industry right now with like Netflix and Hulu and all this stuff. I'm watching more content than I, I've, I've been renting $4 movies almost nightly just to kind of wind down. I'll watch a movie before I go to bed and I'm just like, yeah, here's four bucks. I don't care. And I don't, I'm not getting like, I'm getting an experience. I get to watch something and maybe I'll talk to a friend about it afterwards or whatever. But, but when it's all said and done, I'm not adding anything to my collection. And that's that's the weird feeling from someone who has a passion around one of those things, be it music, movies, games, whatever. Um, it is very, very different. And it is the way the world has moved. And now we're watching gaming do the same thing. And I think that's, you know, Microsoft knows this. So, <clears throat> I don't know. But from the from the Game Pass side of things, where when you access Game Pass and it has nothing to do with XCloud, and you want to go take um, Celeste, which is which is being added to the um, you know the Game Pass just got announced along with the other games, and you want to just download it to a stick, that might be kind of cool at that point where you just you just throw it onto a, a micro SD card or or whatever it is. So NVMe in an enclosed box, just plugged in like you said through USB C. Uh, with just to slide a little bit, guys, here to to wrap up our Xbox news, we did have one other Xbox um, feature that got launched to uh, this week. Is Microsoft has added new X Xbox Touch controls to ten X Cloud games, um, eleven games in total. Ten, so it's, it's ten plus. But um, these games include such titles as Minecraft Dungeons, Super New Super Lucky's Tale, Hot Shot Racing, Guacamelee Two. Tell me why. Killer Instinct, Streets of Rage 4, Slay the Spire, Undermine, Hellblade, Cinema's Sacrifice, to name, to name a few. So, um, excuse me. Microsoft is bringing touch controls to those 10 games, streaming services, and, and they're, they're already live. Um, I've used them myself, and we'll get into that in a second here. xCloud launched last month with just Minecraft Dungeons supporting these new touch controls. But the list now includes big names... Uh, a couple I left off, or one I left off that I that I did try was Dead Cells. Um, mm. The touch controls will allow players to play games without an Xbox One controller. Touch controls have been one of the top requested features for cloud gaming. Right? Um, for each title that uses X Xbox touch controls, we've worked to create an experience designed specifically for that game on mobile devices. Microsoft has been working with game designers and players to mimic the controls you normally find on a uh, physical controller. Uh, games can include touch controls without the need for developers to modify them, too. Microsoft Xbox touch controls also include customization features to move them around uh, on a phone screen or adjust their size. Microsoft demonstrated the touch controls back in August with Gears 5. Uh, the particular title isn't on the list yet, but the company also was testing controls in Hellblade, and those available today 
were based off that list I told you. I got to play Minecraft Dungeons and Dead Cells at, with these controls. And the first thing I noticed versus so many... We've, we've had touch controls for video games, right? Miggy knows all too well being our mobile gamer expert here. Um, a lot of times they just suck. A lot of times they are an overlay that's just made by another, you know, that's made by a company that just, just doesn't, isn't very good feeling for a gamer. What I noticed here is that just what they said, each game has a unique feel to it. So when I went into Minecraft Dungeons, the controls were built around Minecraft. The, the button configuration looked different than it did in Dead Cells. The, the virtual um, joystick looked different. Um, and then, yes, you can adjust the sizes. You can, you know, you can adjust the placement based on the phone you have. You might, it might need to be slightly tweaked. But in the end, it's not, it's not a way that I think I'm going to go play xCloud um, all the time. But it was that thought of, man, what happens if, like, I was at, like, a doctor's office just for a checkup? And I just wanted to play, you know, a little, just to pass time, I just wanted to play some Minecraft Dungeons. Just drop in or play a round of Dead Cells and just do a run-through and then pause it and, and possibly possibly try to pick it up back later. Um, and so that was the interesting aspect of it is that it was a good enough experience to me that I didn't hate it. And I can't say that much about touch controls <laughs> in the past i just really have had zero interest unless it was one of those games where like it's an auto runner and you just tap the screen to jump like that's okay with me but the second you start throwing in fake joysticks and stuff i'm not into it um it did it, it, it you know it's still touch screen it still didn't obviously feel as good as a controller but i think it's a nice option where before when we were when we were beta testing um or even alpha testing the project x cloud You'd go launch the app, and if you didn't have a controller Bluetooth to your to your phone, it it wouldn't even launch. Like the the menu wouldn't even launch. You'd be like, "No, where's your controller at? Stop right now and connect a controller, or we're or we're just gonna shut this app down." So the fact that I can now go in, I can swipe around, I can pick a game, and and they have a its own section that says "Touch Control Games," um, it, it was pretty smooth. I was I was imp I I was impressed, and that's uh, saying something for me when it comes to mobile gaming. You guys have any thoughts on 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 the touch controls? Any games you'd like to see be added here soon, or or uh, I know Dead Eye hasn't necessarily experienced this yet, but I know Miggy's had some past experience. So, I mean, I I guess being the mobile gaming expert for games of media, um, <laughs> um. I think it's just uh I, I think it's 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 interesting. I, I don't I can't see myself playing a game like Gears of War or uh, Hellblade with these touch with these um these touch touch buttons. Um it's just I don't know, it's something about the brain and the hands are not connected. It's like I need to feel something like the differential in the buttons. But yeah, playing something like was a katana zero, um um man, um uh, what else is on there? Uh wow. That's how like right now. That sells yeah, Streets of Rage like, four. Yeah, like the indie games are like, like that. Yes, yeah, like the retro games that are like that. Um, I could I could get past. I could play those with the touch button because I don't know. I guess like it's all in it's all in the mind. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, look to check it out more, see if I can adapt to it. But yeah, controller is definitely the way to go. Um, definitely the way to go for me. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously a controller is something I've I'll always like gravitate towards, but I felt like I feel like um I mean, sure, if you're going to play like a competitive Twitch shooter, I mean, not even a Twitch shooter. Gears isn't a Twitch shooter, but a shooter or anything like that, then sure, touch controls, but you play Fortnite with touch yeah. controls sometimes. You play uh Genshin Impact which is another kind of open world, you know, that they've done a good job with the touch controls. They so do. more of that is what I want to see in that industry, in the mobile gaming industry, is actually put the time in and make an experience that's not complete garbage. And, you know, I don't think I'll be as critical about it. And this has been a good first step. I don't want to sit there and say it's perfect. I don't want to sit there and say uh, I love it, but it's a good first step for what they're doing here with, with the xCloud. For... Ever since Xbox came out and announced the Xbox Play Anywhere program, allowing you to play your first party Xbox branded games on a PC, they've continued to double down every time they implement new technology to continue the goal of allowing you to play your Xbox games wherever and however you can. So... Yeah, I'm never going to be like, oh, hell yeah. My number one way I play is touch touch controls on my phone. But like Grim said, <laughs> you're at the doctor's office and you're like, I still got 20 minutes to wait. I, I could boot up what I was playing on Xbox and at least try it and at least put a little bit of time in it. I can't imagine it'd be anyone's primary way of play, but it's nice that it's an option. It's yep. an option that other other game, uh, you know, providers aren't offering. I don't know if Stadia has touch controls in their games that you could stream to mobile. I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, actually, that's a good good point. But again, regardless, it is continuing to provide more and more ways to play your games in the ways that are convenient for you. Yeah, exactly. you're not always at home in front of your ex. Well, right now, most of us are because of you know the pandemic. But under typical world circumstances, we go places. We do things. And if adding touch controls gives me an extra 15 minutes in my day that I get to play on a game that I enjoy playing, cool. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I think I think we can even look at, and this is a little bit out of a stretch, but if you think about the Nintendo Switch, which has had a lot of popularity, me playing on the Nintendo Switch, and I have a light, I have the standard edition, and I'll buy a Pro if, if it indeed comes out early you know, or uh, next year. But... The Switch experience is, and this is different for some people, the handheld experience with the Joy-Cons is, is is great. It allows me to play games like Rocket League and stuff wherever I go. And back before COVID, it'd be every lunch, every, you know, cafeteria at work with Deadeye, every lunch period playing Rocket League, and it was amazing that we could do that. But if you told me that I had my choice between holding that thing in my hand with Joy-Cons or grabbing my Pro Controller for the Switch. I'd grab, I'd grab my Pro Controller every time to the point where we started bringing our Pro Controllers to work and we three before it was a big deal and we hated how the, the kickstand was on the original Switch, we, uh, we 3D printed our own stands just to give us the proper angle that we wanted in the system and then used our Pro Controllers because, because we were at work. It's easy to throw a Pro Controller in our backpack we're at work now we don't live in the world of i have to travel on the subway every day to get to work or something like that where it, a switch becomes even more valuable or hand or touch controls of my phone to play an xbox game becomes more valuable in my opinion you know so when you look at it that way um i think this is this is just the next step this is the next thing and xbox again 
seems to be kind of you know leading the way in trying to trying to really make a finished product instead of just an, just another overlay that just kind of works. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> Johnny Riot on Twitch says, insert the game into my brain and let me play it with my thoughts. <laughs> yes. Let, let me, let's get to that, right? Let's get to that point. Um, it's a good list of games too, I think. I've only tried, like I said, the couple, but they really give you a, a, a broad like stroke of games here to try out. You have you have your indie games, you have uh, Hellblade, you have dungeon crawlers. You have two D side scrollers. So there's a um, there's a d- decent amount of stuff to test out and see. Maybe like, oh, I could definitely play, you know, more chill games like this. But I definitely never ever want to play a three D platformer ever again after trying Super Lucky's Tale. You know, with touch <laughs> with touch controls, because I had a hard enough time with that game with a controller in my hand. <laughs> but. I th- I think Microsoft's doing the, it's, it's I I really truly believe they're doing the, they're doing a great job. I mean, uh, I mean, in the moves, even though they did didn't seem that big. I mean, what was it? Uh, last year, maybe early last year, where they started snatching up studios, building to this, and then now they're like, we don't care where you play our games or how you play our games, just play our games, have fun with your friends. I mean, in a way, I I feel like Microsoft is trying to become the uh, the 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 new Nintendo, even though you can never replace Nintendo. Um, just you know, trying to bring people together to have fun and we don't, you know, care how much or how little you spend on us. Just have fun. We're just, we're watching them slowly work their way into so many avenues. If it's your back end on Sony, if it's, you know, GameStop using, using 365 services, like you're, we're seeing them just seep into all these industries. We watch NFL every week and we see surfaces in our face every single day that you watch any content from that. I mean, like that's what they do. They try to work their way into other products that inadvertently just generate revenue for them. So if Sony wins, Microsoft benefits, Xbox benefits. You know, (laughs) if you play an Xbox game over on on a Nintendo switch, Microsoft benefits, you know, so it just, it, I, I see the move they're doing. It's what they've done in, in like the, the business world for years. And they just, they took, they took a page out of, out of the playbook of, of, uh, you know, the, the professional business side of Microsoft and said, I think we can make this work in on the Xbox side too. And it has been working where we feel value. We like what we're, what we see, but at the same time, they're, 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 doing they're benefiting so it's a win-win when they in their books um and it's fine it's win-win in my when i look at it too i don't feel like they're greedy trying to rip me off i don't feel like i'm being screwed so you know that's good (laughs) in a world where you know we have these things these situations that happen with companies like ea or, or or others and we go wow these people are really just trying to just take every cent they can from me and you just get a bad taste in your mouth but um, yeah, that's I mean that's what's going on with Xbox guys with the X Cloud. That's what we want to talk about today. Obviously, here in the next couple of weeks, it's going to be insane because we have the we have uh, Series X coming up, we have uh, PS Five coming up. So this this type of news for next gen is I think every week we're going to have something new to talk about. This is just the current one 
um, free streaming sticks talked by Phil Spencer, what that means around xCloud and possibly new tiers of xCloud coming out. And then, of course, now being able to play Xbox games on your phone without even a controller, just using using the touchscreen. So a lot, a lot of things uh, changing and, and, and starting to present themselves as we get closer to this next generation of video games. My next topic that we got here is uh, PlayStation 5 partnering with Travis Scott to promote their next-gen console. So this news broke just recently as well. Sony has partnered with one of the world's most famous rappers to promote the launch of PlayStation 5. On social media, Sony announced that it is working with Travis Scott, who will become a strategic creative partner for PlayStation going forward. Uh, Scott himself created the video for the announcement, which features a number of key members of the team that developed the PS5 hardware. You'll be able to see this video if you head on over to gameslowmedia.com, right there where you're listening to the podcast. All the links are there for all this content. Um, the video is really cool. Did, did you guys get a chance to watch it? I did not watch it yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. if you know anything about Travis Scott and his content, I, I'd say he's a very, I mean, he's he's an artist, right? Obviously. But I think he has so much, there's a lot of vision to, to what he tries he tries to work with. And PlayStation and, and him collaborated here, and they made a good they made a good video. It was it's a good hype reel, and um, you know it's um, the big deal here was Sony heard that Travis was a huge PlayStation fan, so they they started a conversation with him that led to this partnership. And this is what we talked about. All these companies need to do is they need to lean into. I don't care if it's a professional, you know, big time artist like Travis Scott. Or if it's a you know a streamer that maybe is on the up and coming but doing some cool stuff with with something that's related to you as PlayStation, you need to lean into it and start to leverage it and give by you connecting with these people. You know, like Travis Scott's a big deal. I mean, obviously in in the world of music right now, he's he's one of the biggest names. But you can also look back just ten years, and I'm sure you're looking at a young a young kid that was just a PlayStation fan, right? It was just somebody that, that loved playing video games. It's why he's a PlayStation fan now, still. So leveraging that and giving them that feeling that they're part of it now lets them use their, their platform, their ability to promote, to promote you even more. So it's a smart move. I think it's a great move for Sony. Um, but basically, the quote goes on to say that the, through our mutual passion for gaming and creativity, we plan on collaborating with Travis and his uh, Cactus Jack brand to produce innovative projects that will hope uh, that we hope will delight our collective fans. Um, Sony said it will share more about that partnership with Scott soon. This is obviously Scott's second major uh, branding partnership in 2020. The first one being with um, he also partnered with Warner Brothers to create a new song for uh, Christopher Nolan's movie. Uh, um, what was it? Tenant. Uh, Tenant. Yep. And then also, uh, Fortnite teamed up with Travis Scott and did a bunch of stuff too. So he was the first Fortnite concert, right? I, he wasn't the first Marshmallow. Oh, but he was the, the he was the first. Vi- he had that visual. His was yeah, more than a concert. His was that whole yeah. visual experience. Yeah, it was a whole. It was a whole exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was the next gener. It was the next level of whatever Fortnite yeah. and Epic are trying to do. So. Uh, with the launch of PS5 coming very soon, you can likely expect that Travis Scott promos are going to roll out anytime now, in addition to other marketing campaigns from Sony. So, 
gonna be it's gonna be sorry i, I heard i heard a, a phone possibly so i thought i was making sure it wasn't mine um this is a cool collaboration this is what i want to see out of companies and sony uh, i think sony did a good job with this one and you guys have any thoughts on it Sony has very much turned into the like the old staunch serious Japanese businessmen. So it is a little refreshing to see Sony actually leaning into something that's culturally relevant that is hip with the youth, you know. Uh I I would fall closer to those old staunch Japanese businessmen uh cuz I'm not in with Travis. I'm I'm not familiar with his work, but I know he's a star. Um so I I think it's a good thing for the PlayStation brand to associate yourself with someone who I don't think it's far off to call Travis Scott, a budding mega star. Like he is yeah. a huge star. So um, yeah, it just, it shows progress in the brand branching out and trying new things. I'm actually kind of confused with, uh, with, with Sony these days. I mean, ever since they moved their, uh, their headquarters to Cali, it just seems like they've been making some, some, I don't know, some interesting and odd, uh, well, let's say some some bad decisions um, that they made, but this is the it's partnering up with Travis Scott. I mean, I from a business standpoint, I think it's been one of the best decisions that they've made. Uh, like I said, since they've moved their headquarters, and I'm definitely interested to see how it's gonna you know how it's gonna work and um, yeah how it's gonna you know benefit them. Yeah, it's um I agree with Miggy. Sony has been very sporadic and, and just and just kind of some of the decisions are very confusing other ones make sense and then so when you look at a track record over over this aspect not saying like the success of the playstation brand or anything obviously that's been very very positive but when you just look at decision making and announcements and 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 removing themselves from big events and then jumping in in other weird ways it just is weird because they feel kind of just fragmented and 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 they're not firing on all cylinders when it comes to that then you go and you and you do something like this and you go oh i think they get it and then like the next thing will happen where they'll go sue some 12 year old kid for doing something and you're like nope they don't get it like it's just it's like that's the and that that whole that last thing i said isn't real i just i'm just giving a random example that's more nintendo's game there but anyways um that's that's the track record i'm used to recently with sony so um I think from how I feel how I feel about the PS5 and the the path they're taking and they're being a little bit just they're kind of going for it a little bit more with PS5 I feel like the design of the system alone is out there like the cha- the move on the controller is big the 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 push with and trying to get you know content creators like Travis Scott in here is is the right move and i think PlayStation really just they need to keep kind of going in that path to just build hype on top of hype on top of hype and then let their hardware you know prove that all the hype was worth it you know that that it was that it wasn't just hype so i um yeah, I think it's cool. I, I look forward to seeing more of this because you know, as as Dead I said, like I'm not a, like I don't actively consume Travis Scott content, but at the same time, if if Travis Scott is going to make content revolving around gaming, I'm more interested in Travis Scott content. So that I think that's the interesting thing too is that is that Travis Scott, though he's popular, could actually gain new fans more and, and more following because of people that maybe haven't paid as much attention to him. They do now because 
I mean, I'm not a sneakerhead, but all of a sudden they throw out PlayStation basketball shoes, and I go, wait, what? I kind of want these. You know, when they when they start integrating gaming stuff into other things, I pay attention, and it, you can pull me into directions that maybe I normally wouldn't ever pay attention to. So, we'll see how yeah, it works out for both sides. Those shoes coming in size 15, I'll, I'll get a couple pair. Have you seen them? I mean, these aren't brand... These, the PlayStation shoes aren't new, but they've been out for a little while, but they're... um. They actually have like light up tongues and everything, and you can get them in yes. different. Yeah. Oh, dude, they're sweet. It looks cool. Guys, guys, don't buy them. You know, Sony will stop supporting those shoes within like six months. Yeah. I think they're, <laughs> what, uh, I think it was Paul George's shoes or whatever. I think it, that's what they were. Yeah. And I he was a PlayStation were. fan as well. So, <clears throat> anyways, let us know what you think on the Xbox news. Let us know what you think on the PlayStation news in our Discord. If you're not part of the Discord, join it today. If you're watching us live on twitch.tv slash Media, you're going to get a link that you can click on right now. This is where we hang out when we're not doing the show, talking about video games all week long, just hanging out and having a good time. If you, uh, if you need a link and you weren't here on the live show and you're listening to this somewhere else, then just head on over to gamesillamedia.com, click on that community tab, and join the Discord right there. Um, Johnny Riot on Twitch is asking, where is the Nintendo news and the Sega news? Well, Sega news is simple. They're dead. The Nintendo news is that, um, if you really want a quick little snippet that we weren't going to put in the show, we're going to do it just for you, Johnny, is, uh, the new technology that they're talking about for the Nintendo Switch Pro with the, the new LED mini technology that they're in, in, uh, communication with a new company for new panels for the Pro which could change everything as far as we've always, what have we complained about the switch when you're out in sunlight and everything is that the screen's just not bright enough. This could change a lot for the switch with this technology, but literally that's all we know is that they're in, they're in communication with a new company that's, that's dealing with led mini technology. And, um, it sounds really cool. All right, moving on to the next topic. Moving on. <laughs> PS5 launch title Destruction All Stars delayed to February 2021, but will debut for free on PlayStation Plus instead. Pre-orders for this game will be refunded. I would sure hope so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Destruction All Stars, a vehicle combat game originally slated to launch alongside the PS5 on November 12th, has been delayed to February 2021 as a free PlayStation Plus title. Sony announced today the game will be free on PlayStation Plus for two months, not just one month. The game was already available for pre-order for $70. But Sony confirmed in a recent blog post that if you pre-order the game on the PlayStation Store, the PlayStation Direct website, or through a retailer, you will be refunded. Um, Destruction All-Stars is belongs to uh, Lucid Games. Uh, not much is known about the gameplay, but it remains. It, it reminds me a lot of uh, Twisted Metal. Is, it was what I thought when I saw some of the um, whatever hype mm-hmm. reel, whatever you want to call it. Not necessarily gameplay, but... Um, sizzle. <laughs> the sizzle reel. reel. There you go. <laughs> With the PlayStation 5 launching roughly two weeks from now, the announcement may benefit the game. Destruction All-Stars was one of the two games launching exclusively on the PS5 and the only new intellectual property coming exclusively to the console. Uh, other major titles coming to Sony's next-gen hardware would be Miles Morales by Insomniac Games, uh, Demon Souls Remake, um, and then um, 
well, yeah, that, that's that's about it. So, <laughs> with Destruction All-Stars launching as a free PlayStation Plus game in February instead, Sony could be hoping for a similar success that, that was seen with Fall Guys or Rocket League. Both games were free on PlayStation Plus titles the same month they were released, and um, obviously you know the rest of the story. They both went on to huge success. The thing here is so this was the article that we that we pulled from the verge but there were, obviously I read other articles about this inf- this news is um Johnny is yeah it's Johnny I don't believe Godfall is um someone was saying Godfall is also another game Godfall I don't believe is PlayStation only cuz I think you can play it on PC because I pre-ordered it on PC already after I talked all this shit. Anyways, um, moving on about my poor decision making, uh, we have the the conversation here that the other article I read they actually wait wait ta- wait, wait. So you're gonna play nothing on your PlayStation Five you ordered? Did you cancel that? If you if you're gonna play Godfall on PC, why are you why what are you gonna do with your PlayStation Five? Um, play, I'm gonna, play I'm Miles be, Morales and that's it. I mean, that's really the only thing I have targeted for it right now but i also believe that like ps4 we know that in the first quarter of the launch the first so at launch yeah there's nothing that's really pulling me besides spider-man but within the first quarter there are a couple other games that that do have some interest for either myself or my wife i will tell you that our two pre-orders may turn into one pre-order i will tell you that Mm -hmm. because we, we don't necessarily see the value of getting two playstations right now um Currently, and when the time comes to get a second PlayStation, then we'll worry about it then. <clears throat> Anyways. Just had to ask. Yeah, like Ratchet and Clank is one that she would really care about, mm-hmm. and Gran Turismo is one that I might really care about, you know? So um, both supposed to be within that first quarter. But um, this game here, I think I think there's a lot going on here. The, they didn't, the article I read, and that would have been through IGN, is... They they did ask like why, what what's the cause of the delay, and the response wasn't an actual. They're like, here's why it's being delayed, but the response and then the response was, we just want everybody to be able to play it. It wasn't like, oh well, we're having these bugs or we're having this issue or whatever. It was just it was like we just want everybody to play it, so we're gonna make it part of PS Plus. And like, oh okay. So in other words, your game wasn't a seventy dollar game. Like that that's really what it comes down to is that you look at this game and you think about games like this nowadays. They're just not a seventy dollar game. They're they're a, they're a service game. They're a free to play microtransaction game that people enjoy. I mean, hell, even Rocket League's free to play now. So it's hard for and it was hard, only a twenty dollar game. <laughs> it's hard to justify and look at this game and say, yeah, it's worth seventy dollars. So, um, exa- Dork and Dork nails it on the head here. Dork and the Ninja is saying in in the chat here on Twitch.tv, they knew it would crash and burn at launch, and that's exactly it. You look at this and it screams. It screams that, yeah, you know what? People will, there'll be some initial sales because your launch window, it's launch window. Some people just buy everything because there's not a whole lot to buy. So they just buy everything. But outside of that, your game's not going to have longevity. Where on PS Plus, you could get millions upon millions of downloads and people could revisit the game over and over again because they haven't, you know, just bailed on it two months after it launched. Um, it's a smart move. It's a smart move for games like this. It doesn't need to be a $70 game because of this move. I like, I wasn't going to buy this game, but because of this move, I will play this game. I 
And if it's anything like Twisted Metal, if it's anything, if it's entertaining at all, um, it could get a little bit of money out of me in, in, in a microtransaction form if they have some cool content. So I think uh, it's definitely a better move for this game and just for Sony in, in general. It does suck that they lose one of their exclusives at launch, but it's not a, you know, we're talking a three-month delay, not anything crazy. Any other thoughts on this one, guys? I think it's good for people buying a PlayStation in the launch window. I think it's great for people that are, you know, getting one this holiday and knowing that you're going to have what hopefully will be a fun game that the community will rally around and play because. Again, the launch of both these consoles, there's not a lot of next-gen stuff other than cleaning up old games that's going to be available. So, um it'll be you know, it'll be worth the wait for for PlayStation 5 owners. Yeah, yeah. I mean, plus I I think for game-wise, I mean, I think it might be it might be a good business move. I mean, cuz we've seen how a, a a handful of games, a handful of games that have that have adopted the free-to-play uh, model. I mean, it worked it was it, it worked for um for um Fall Guys. I mean, it was free to play for that limited time. People, you know, got hooked to it. Then after it went free to play, um, because of the hype, people bought it into it. Um, so they made like you know tons of money hand over fist. So who knows? This could work out on the business end. Could work out for them. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm interested. And um, yeah, to 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 have that one game to uh, among a handful to play during xbox i mean playstation's launch of course i've got uh, i've got the old uh backlog to tend to so i won't be hurting for new content when it comes out yeah i mean and and the backlog obviously is is the saving grace to both systems right the ability to to dig into these games and have them play at uh, a level that maybe they've never played before as long as they're provided properly by the um provided properly sorry i had a corgi a corgi uh visit so um having them having them just be able to have that backlog is huge because if we're if we were talking about a system that both companies came out and said no backwards compatibility i think we'd all be having a very different conversation right now about how we how this might be one of the worst launches ever (laughs) by every company involved (laughs) Because imagine if the Switch launched without Breath of the Wild. Exact, that's exact, you know that's what I mean? exactly what I'm thinking right now. Like, there wasn't sweet, I else. got snipper clips, baby! Let's go! <laughs> Bomberman R! I can't wait! Like, no, you, it was Breath of the Wild. It, it sold systems. You forgot about arms. It wasn't uh, anything come yeah. out to April. It was like, a, oh. it was like a, a month and a half later. It was late April for arms. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah The system launched with 1-2 Switch, Bomber, Super Bomberman R... Breath of the Wild, Snipper Clips, that like wipeout type game, Fast RMX. Yeah, it was rough. And that, uh, that might have been the whole launch. Yeah, Dork oh, and then, uh, Just Dance. Dork and Ninjas brings out brings another good point that Xbox One was worse. Xbox One launch wasn't good. I'll agree with you. I mean, would you have Rise? Like, what else did you have? Titanfall was first quarter. wasn't It wasn't a launch title. Even Titanfall was a, was a, was not what people wanted. Like what name one other top? game. Name one other game was Xbox One launch title. Off top so of your I said, head. No, so Overdrive wasn't, I can't. A, wasn't a launch title. It, it, it wasn't. It was not. Okay. A, it was not. Oh, then I have nothing. 
That's what I mean. Like, even there are other games, but you just, like, it, they don't stick out. You know? I'm just looking it up for, for kicks. Because <laughs> you can't think of one either, can you? Dude, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, yep. Battlefield 4, Call of Duty Ghost, a game called Crimson Dragon. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dead Rising 3, FIFA 14, Fighter Within. It's saying that Ford's a, Ford's a 5. Yeah, there was a Forza game that, that would have been like their first party. Five. But everything else you named was multi-platform. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, again, yeah, it's just not not yeah. a bunch of exclusives. Yeah. Oh, oh damn, don't don't sleep on the fact that a version of Zoo Tycoon was a launch title. <laughs> I should have been I should have been on Xbox years ago if they had Zoo Tycoon. <laughs> Dude, I hate to break to you with Zoo Tycoon's on everything. You can play it on your phone probably, okay? Just just don't, Dude, don't. You know I love Zoo Tycoon. You know as a kid I had the all the all the add-on packs and stuff. You tell me out. that's on Xbox? <laughs> Yes, yes, it's on Xbox. <laughs> PlayStation, you dead. Does that, does that mean does that mean I don't have to buy you a Series X anymore? I can just give you my Xbox uh, One and you're good for Butterboy? Uh, <laughs> no, don't forget about Peggle too, by the way. Man, Peggle. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Oh my goodness. Anyways, um, if it wasn't for the backwards compatibility, we'd be having a much different conversation right now. And um, the, I don't know, the, 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 I guess that's the whole point about, about this is that the, the delay is fine. It's not a big deal. I don't think this, this game, it'd be different if we were talking that this was, um, I don't know, God of War. Actually, you know what? If this was actually a twisted metal game, because I think I think yeah. announcing a twisted metal game, which is a PlayStation, you know, just you know, everybody remembers twisted metal if you if if you played during those generations back when when it was actually if relevant. You're if, if you're, you're old, old, if you're old, and I think if they would have like said, "Oh my God, twisted metal at launch," you, you know, you would have had my excitement, you would have had Dead Eyes' excitement, you would have had a lot of people's excitement, and then you go, "Oh, actually, we're delaying it. We're making it free to play." We all would be sitting here and be like, "Well, why?" Like. You know, hey, I was excited about this game. Yeah, does it suck? Is this Twisted Metal Black again? Like, what? What's going on here? Because I don't know about you, but Twisted Metal Black, I didn't, I didn't have any fun with. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I think this game isn't that big of a deal in this in the grand scheme of things. And moving it to the PS Plus is smart. And yeah, we we see what happens from there. Um, last topic. We got an extra extra topic today. Bonus. This is this one that Deadite and and Miggy demanded. They said, "Put it in, or we'll never do a show with you ever again." Grim, fine, fine. Google backs slowly away from Stadia developer after a pretty hard take. Pretty hard take on Twitter earlier today. Alex Hutchinson. Creative director at Typhoon Studios, bought by Google last year to make Stadia games, made a tweet suggesting that Twitch and YouTube users should be paying the developers and publishers of games they stream. The tweet goes on to say, streamers worried about getting their content pulled because they used music they didn't pay for should be wor- should be more worried by the fact that they're streaming games they didn't pay for as well. 
It's all gone as soon as publishers decide to enforce it. He follows through and says, The real truth is that streamers should be paying the developers and publishers of games they stream. They should be buying a license like any real business and paying for content they use. Um, the reaction obviously didn't go over very well in the Twitter sphere, and a lot of people started to attack Alex, which then a lot, which then followed by Google stepping in and saying his comments are not Google's comments, and basically did not. Uh, defend did not defend their their developer at all and basically said they they see things differently uh he was slowly roasted by it on twitter um beyond the replies is that the tweet was so bad google had to issue a statement and uh basically you know they said the recent tweets by alex uh alex hutchinson creative director at the montreal studios of stadia games and entertainment do not reflect those of stadia youtube or google So, uh, shortly afterwards, YouTube Gaming's uh, Ryan Watt also tweeted, We believe that publishers and creators have a wonderful uh, symbiotic relationship that has allowed a thriving ecosystem to be created. One that has mutually benefited everyone. YouTube is focused on creating value for creators, publishers, and users. All ships rise when we work together. So... This article, which I didn't put in the show this week, guys, is because in my mind, I was going to look at it and say, no shit. And then Deadite said, I can see where Alex is coming from. And instantly we're like, okay, let's put it in the show because I had to hear the stupid things coming out of Deadite's mouth. Oh, get ready. I'm about to lay down. (laughs) I'm about to lay down some stuff that's going to kill some brain cells for you. No, but yeah, go for it. So, yeah, when I read this, there is an understanding that there's a precedent with other forms of media that legally that's how it works. When a radio station plays music, they pay a a royalty on that. They they pay back to the the publishing company and, and the artist eventually gets a paycheck for that. You can go to the store and buy a DVD. That does not mean you can accept donations to, 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 uh, you know, shine that on a projector on your garage door and make money off of it. I mean, you could get away with it. The, no, the cops aren't going to come shut you down, but technically that goes against the use and the agreement, uh, of purchasing that DVD. Now the, the flip side where no, I think, you, you don't get a flip side. This is your take. No, 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 this no, is no, your the, take. My, I, I have to give a complete thought to it. Um, Here's this scapegoat, guys. Here it is. No, no, no. I'm just saying that there, there is some precedent where I think the people that create these games should receive some sort of royalty, probably paid by the publisher, not the streamer. But my the final point that that I want to make that leans into the whole reason why, at the end of the day, this this the publishers and the developers aren't going to go along with this is because in 2020 streaming can make and break the success of a game. This streaming is my, you're literally, make, I don't even have to, I don't even have to debate this. You are literally saying my side of it right now. No, I'm, I'm saying my complete thought. Yeah. I'm saying that there is, there is, there is reason why I understand that the guy who makes the game wants, wants some money back on it. Like it makes sense, but 
That's not how the real world works. That's not how public, the, the higher ups are seeing this. They're looking at all their money coming in from all the kids buying their games or buying the skins and stuff because streamers are playing them. It doesn't just make sense, None of that, though. That's not trickling down to that guy, I bet. You're, you're comparing two archaic industries to the to a, a blazing industry right now, and you're looking at the fact that you're using radio as an example, and in my opinion, radio is a dying breed because I can listen to content, music 18,000 different ways where I used to have to tune into a radio station to hear the music I wanted to hear, to learn about the new artists, to figure out things of like what my style was. I don't need that anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't need your radio station anymore. I don't need, you know, the, the buying a DVD, which I, I, I would, is, is incredibly difficult moving every year that we continue to move forward as far as the inventory of physical media at these stores. I don't need to buy a DVD and yes, broadcasting, uh, a, a Hollywood licensed film and charging people admission is one thing, but the difference here is that you'd be charging people admission for a movie, sitting with them, shutting up and watching a film and benefiting from it. We're talking about, and and you, we we talked a little bit about this in the in pre-show and offline about sampling and things like that, and how how you can use content, and this is I'm, this isn't all connected, but how you can use content. Uh, and as long as you're adding to it, right? So when you think about a streamer who puts himself right in front of the content and creates a show, creates something around not just the game. And I mean, there are people that stream a video game, don't have a webcam, don't say a single word, and, and people watch a Let's Play or something like that. Sure. But... Majority of people tune into the ninjas, the shrouds, the Tim the Tatmans, the Pokemans, all of those people that are putting on a production. The the you know the docs that are putting on a high-level production of something they created and that game that they choose benefits every single second that they decide to play it. So this developer that wants a cut is an idiot because the second he does that. All of a sudden, people aren't going to go, you know what, I'm going to play your game. And because I play your game, you're going to get 10 million downloads. Instead, you want to cut, you want them to buy a license from you. So they're going to look at your game and say, you know what, Fall Guys, you kind of seem kitty. I don't really feel you. I'm not going to check you out. You don't get the attention of my 13 million people that watch me every month. You just don't. Because you wanted me to buy a license from you it is not the same anymore and we watch the music industry fight we watch people like trent reznor hate labels and hate these publishers because of all this greed and now we're watching some idiot on a failed platform by a company that no one gives a shit about talk about how he wants an extra five bucks in his pocket because he can't make a good video game you know Ask people like um, the creator of Axiom Verge and the exposure he got from streaming and things like that, what that did for his game. 
Ask indie developers what streaming has done for their games. Not just Activision and EA and all these people that you know have benefited in multiple different revenues. Let's talk about the little guys that have their, the entire world has changed because of things like Among Us, because of things like like Fall Guys, because of Rocket League. I mean, it has a esports and and, and it was bought out by Epic. Now all these things happen because of exposure. And exposure when it comes to content creators, yes, they make money off you, but do not even start to talk to me about the money that Stadia, aka Google, makes. Because we're in the middle of a lawsuit right now where Epic Games wants to fight Google and fight Apple because they make millions upon billions of of dollars just by siphoning off of everybody that develops a game, everybody that buys a game, they get a piece of all of it. And now they want a piece from a content creator. You do this and streaming dies. It's that it's, it's simple. You do this and streaming struggles like radio, streaming struggles like movie theaters, streaming struggles like all these other industries that have to pay these licensing fees to get a film into their into their facility so or a, or a song into their facility so that they can play it out, so that they can get listeners, so that people will buy ads. It's just, it's convoluted and, and, and just messy now. Because back in the day, guess what? I wanted my ad on the radio station because it was where people paid attention. Nowadays, I can put my ad on Facebook, Twitter, Google, wherever I want. It doesn't have to be on a radio station anymore. It doesn't have to be in, in you know in the previews of a movie theater anymore. It doesn't have like those aren't my only options. I, I feel like this individual looks at the the business model of a mall, which is not successful anymore and says that's the way things should be and should always be. And, they, and he doesn't look into the future and see the change. And, and he is the net, you know, he is the example of these companies that will be the next blockbuster that will be the next, you know, company that just doesn't evolve with time and fails. We've watched the music industry change. We're watching the movie industry change right in front of us because of COVID. I, I'm watching brand new released movies that I paid $20 for so I can watch it on my home TV because I've been stuck in my house since March and this movie looks entertaining and it's worth 20 bucks to me at this point. I'm buying more digital content than I've ever bought because it's easy and I'm stuck at home and I don't want to wait two days for Amazon to deliver something for me that's a fucking key that's just going to unlock the digital content for me anyways. The world is different, and this guy here is an idiot, and Google had every right to, to separate themselves because it just it would never work. And I know you agreed with that point in, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, and I know what you're pointing out in the other industries is and has been the way things are done, but just like... Just because just because this group over here does it one way doesn't mean that that's the only way to do it. And and I think the money revenue that we've seen come out of out of video games and out of streaming and content creators has been so astronomical. And 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 there's no there's no ceiling right now. We don't we still are watching records shattered every time the next big thing happens. You know, the next time the next Fortnite that comes along, whatever that game is. We're going to look at numbers that that destroy everything we've seen Fortnite do. 
And we just have not seen a ceiling where, unfortunately, I believe the, the movie industry, the music industry has hit ceilings. They have hit obstacles that have been very difficult for them to move around with their very, very restrictive pathing that they choose to have when it comes to allowing people to access their content. You want music to, to, to expand even more? Give the ability to content creators to use it. If you let me play the music I care about, actually, without being penalized, I would actually pay you for it. I've told you this on stream. I'll pay you $20 a month to just let me play music that I actually like to listen to when I'm not streaming. But instead, you don't. So I go off to some random company, not random, but some smaller company and pay them five bucks a month to play their music. They're making money because you won't let me give you money. See, thinking about it, I, I don't I don't think it should be in any way on Grim the Dino to give any any sort of kickback. To the developer of the games you play, but do I could I see there being some value in bridging a relationship where Amazon, the biggest company in the world that owns Twitch and the games that are drawing money to their platform, sharing a little bit with the people, you know, with the company that produced the game and, and that getting down to the actual artist that made the game, that'd make me really happy. If there wasn't a effect on the individual content creators like yourself, because again, someone's not going to get into streaming. Like you said, if they have to pay out to play, but the giant company behind you that's making an ass load of money off those games, I wouldn't mind if a little of that trickled down to the guy who did crunch time for eight months to put out a game. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and I just keep, I, I'm having all these fragmented thoughts coming to my mind because this is, this is something that hits close to home for me because back on Mixer, it was the Wild West. You could do whatever you wanted. And you could still get partnership and you could still generate revenue. And I'm sure if, if Mixer's hung around, maybe some of that would change but it hadn't so at that time i was playing my favorite bands and i was listening to the music i cared about and because of it it sparked conversation with other people and we actually held full-blown conversations about music while we were playing video games about bands that maybe aren't even relevant right now because we were playing it and it, and it sparked memories from from us from childhood and it caused them to go listen to that music that they hadn't listened to in 10 years you know, like it's things like that, that you can, that you as a, as an industry cannot do anymore that we can, we have a podcast here right now and we talk about the news and we share our opinions, but it also influences people either to argue us or to agree with us. And, and, and how many people have contacted us via discord or via email and said, thank you so much. I'm back into gaming because of you guys. I never realized how much I missed it or thank you. I bought, I bought a PlayStation because of you and I love it. Thanks for the tip about this sale. I went and got this video game. It's so great. It wouldn't have happened if we weren't there. And that, you know, and so, you know, the whole point of this is just, and Super Lars, Super Lars calls calls it out. OMG, Grim the influencer. I I do like. I don't think I'm giant by any means, but I am an influencer. I do I do have passion behind the things that I try to do. And anytime someone wants to ask me a question about a stream deck, about software, about a video game, about what camera to use, 
I'm 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 excited to talk about it. And so Sony gets hype, and and Alienware gets hype, and Elgato gets hype, and all these people get I get to talk about, right? Now you make a bad product and I buy it and it sucks and I talk sm- and I talk smack about it and you're mad because I do it. You know that's that's part of this world. If if I don't do it, then some guy's going to review it on YouTube anyways, or some guy's going to write a blog about it anyways. You're going to get negative because your product's just not good. Okay. We. I, just, I hate this thought and I hate the restrictions that we already deal with. We do, we're talking about the fact that like we just got an email from Twitch just recently that was warning us about sampling about even five seconds long of a sample could get you in trouble because of this whole stupid, um, what the hell, what the hell are they, is, is it that, uh, you get, you get strikes for, I can't remember the DCMA, DCMA. And the way the way that it the way that it's decided and, and and you're held accountable for right now is broken. It is broken in the world that we live in right now, and it needs to be changed. And and for the company and for the groups, like example, if you like Dragon Force, that I you're familiar with them, right? I'm familiar with them. I can play any song I want on stream because they literally came out and said, "Hey, we like Twitch. We like streamers. We are releasing all of our music." to be copyright-free for content creators. You want to know why? Because they're smart. Everybody that now plays that music, you, get the, you either get the point that people know that, these, that this group is being cool, and they're not Metallica, trying to lock you down every other way. Or, you get these people like, hey, you can't play that, that's copyrighted music, and then I get to sit there and say, actually, dra- here's the article, Dragon Force came out and said, not a problem. You can do. You can play any of our music because we understand what this world is. Now I'm literally your hype man. I'm literally your groupie going out and spreading wor- the positive word of you. You know, and so I said it before it, it, with with this type of stuff and and gaming aside. You know, obviously this all started with Google and them and them backing away from this comment. Gaming aside is that in the next 12 to 24 months, this has to evolve. It has to change for content creators because this is the... the And again, you could charge us money because I guarantee you a big percentage of us, if I'm willing to pay you money and I'm a nobody in the grand scheme of scale of streamers, I'm a little streamer when it comes to it. If I'm willing to do it, the majority of, of the of the industry is willing to do it because they already buy your game. When you say, "Oh, well, you don't buy our game," if I pay for Game Pass, if I buy the game, if I buy your, if it's free to play, and I buy DLC or or microtransactions, I pay money to these developers because I respect the developer. And this Alex guy doesn't get it, right? This dude doesn't get it because I've spent thousands of dollars on League of Legends. It's a free to play game. I didn't have to spend the cent. And I could have streamed it and I could have done whatever I wanted to it. But instead, I love the game. I like it and I want to support it. I want to see it continue. It's just a it's just a bad, bad take for sure. Bad look for Typhoon Studios. Bad look for Google and Stadia. And I'm glad that they quickly acted, like quickly responded to this. To just distance themselves and say, whoa, 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 that's not us. Because it's just it's just idiotic. 
in today's today's society and 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 especially inside of this pandemic and quarantines that we're dealing with it just doesn't make any sense to make that statement unless you want to implode and just what get fired or or shut your door maybe that's what it is maybe the dude wants to collect unemployment and just wants to get fired and be an idiot i don't no, know but it seems that dumb it's all wrong grim He's under contract to work for a Google Stadia studio. No one's playing his games. He does want to leave and go somewhere where people would actually play his games. So he's right. The people that that are playing his games, they, they probably didn't pay for it. They probably, you know. Yeah. Because no one, no one plays on Google. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Super Lars goes on to say on, on the Twitch channel that he's not going to lie. I have a stream deck because of you and Elgato mic because of you. Um, I mean, this is what I mean is that we, we, this is why, and this is why this guy's an idiot, right? Companies literally send their product to, to people, you know, to the ninjas of the world and whatever in XZT's like, Hey, here's everything we make because we know when people see it in your background, they're going to buy it. You know, and some some streamers don't jump on board with that. But if you look, every streamer, every big time streamer has some form of sponsorship, has some form of support. How many of them just received from Xbox a brand new Note or S20 or whatever it was by Samsung with the Razer Kishi controller all wrapped up in a box because they knew every single one of them that got that box was going to go on stream and they were going to open the box right in front of, of all their viewers and it was going to... Just push xCloud. It was going to push these 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 accessories for the service. They're, it's going to push all of this stuff. And instead, we have asshats like this guy that's like, oh, well, I think they should have to buy a license and pay, pay royalties and do all this stuff like every other industry does. They're all dead in the water. I think when you, um, when you uh, like kind of break down to like having that little more control, like, you know, with paying the royalties, um, then that gives like developers to have a, I want to say being able to have a little more control over what we as streamers do. I mean, just like the music industry, as you were saying, um, I mean, like take for instance, I'm, you know, I'm a big streamer, I'm a popular streamer known for playing Call of Duty. I mean, well, Call of Duty and uh, Grand Theft Auto, you know, then all of a sudden news, it comes out that I, you know, killed a bunch of people, you know, like shotgun style, whatever. And then you're, it then, it's attached to that business of, you know, attached to that game saying, well, this, you know, makes kids violent, makes people violent and all that stuff. And now there's now, if, if somebody, something comes out against another streamer, like, you know, Grim kind of rages out a little bit when he's playing, you know, I don't want him streaming my game anymore. You know? Yeah. They revoked um, my license. Yep. Revoke your license. Um, and I, and it could be the same thing with, with the music too. I mean, you know, you're, 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 if you have an, um, unpopular, um, stances on, 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 you know, like present events and everything, and you've got like, I won't back down playing in the background, you know, then that song is attached to, to that person. So, you know, and then, the, and, and then it's just like, it's ruining, tarnishing the song, tarnishing the, uh, the creator of the song. So again, it's like, I don't want you playing that song. Um, I'm suing you or, or you know, revoking your license or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you could do that, but I mean, by trying to censorship streaming, which streaming has been been open for so long, YouTube has been open for so long, you're not gonna be you're you're not going to silence this this crowd, and they're just going to accept it. I mean, some will because because it's their livelihood, and they're just gonna follow. And, and no offense to them, but they're sheep, and they're just gonna follow the way that they can still get a paycheck. 
Okay? That's bottom line. That's the way the world works. Others are going to just find something new. Okay? Like, others are going to, are going to flip you the middle finger. They're going to just go off, and they're going to stop streaming games, and they're going to be, the, they're going to be that blog. They're going to be that, 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 that content creator that literally just shits on your industry and shits on your company for as long as people will listen to them. That's what they'll be. So, I mean, in the end, I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, such a foggy gray area around this whole thing, but it's frustrating when you buy a video game and it has a soundtrack and you have to mute it because you can't stream it with the soundtrack. You literally can't stream the music inside the video game because you'll get in trouble. But it's, but it's, but it's a double standard. Because they will ask a successful streamer to do it. But you, a no-name, they will, they will penalize you. That's the problem in this industry right now as well. Is that it's either all or nothing. You, like, you know, either that or you need to acknowledge the fact that so-and-so has a license agreement or a partnership with you. And that's why they can do it. And you don't. You know, I don't go and try to stream professional League of Legends LCS here in North America because I didn't sign up. They, they have a program that you sign up for, and if you get approved, you're allowed to do it. You can shoutcast the games just like they do on their official channel. But if you don't, if you're not part of that program and you do it and they catch you, you're in trouble. You see what they did? They put a program in place to make sense to me that says, oh, well, I shouldn't do that. And people still do it, but at the same time, like it, it, they have they have a realistic functionality in place that that at least makes sense to people. There's an opportunity for you to possibly be able to do it, and it doesn't cost you money. You just have to you just have to they want they only want certain size groups being able to do it because if they let everybody do it, then it just becomes a giant mess. I get that, but. I don't know, man. It's weird. And and could they do something like that instead of like licensing? Could they just build partnerships where it's like, hey, you get a partnership with EA, you get a partnership with Activision, you get a partnership with these companies, and that, and then then because of it, you you can stream their their products. Um, you know, I don't know. Even that drives me nuts. But like, you gotta. I don't think any of it works. I think the world, the the, the content creation world within Twitch, within YouTube, and everything is so big and so and makes so much money right now for other companies that the second some companies try to start shaking that up, the other companies will take the other side. And when the other companies take the other side, that's where everyone will gravitate toward. It's just what's going to happen. A great example yeah. that a great example has mixer shit on all of us and then decided to make a deal with Facebook. And I don't know the actual percentage, but a very high percentage of us all said "fuck you" and went to Twitch. That's how it works. If you're gonna, if, if Google would have sided with Alex and said, "You know what? Actually, any game that's on Stadia, you have to pay us now for." Stadia wouldn't be around much longer, I guarantee you, because everyone would have said, "Like, well, see it," because I got other options. Um, Jafer, Jafer in the chat makes a point that I brought up a few weeks ago and, and I've brought up multiple times to friends on my stream, Twitch and Amazon music are the same. They're, 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 they're both Amazon. 
Why doesn't Amazon work with record companies and release an option to offer Twitch streamers a premium account to play music? I literally have said that, and I'm like, whoever does it first wins. Spotify, there's been rumors about Spotify. There's been these rumors out there. Like, whoever does it gets my money instantly. Boom, here's my money. Don't care. Like, it is that easy. And the fact that they cannot figure it out and I know Twitch Soundtrack is a thing. We've talked about Twitch Soundtrack. Uh, I used it just a couple days ago. It is a shell right now, okay? It has, like, Monster Cat and a couple other things. It is not It is not mainstream right now. It, could it become mainstream? That, 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 it could be the solution that we're talking about here. There's a free version, which is what we're using right now, a beta version. And could there be a premium version added where, where you get the better, you, you, not the better, but the bigger labels and stuff like that? Um, very possible. And if that happens, I will be in line, ready to sign up the second I can. But yeah, there is no excuse because they're literally complaining about, you know, these industries are complaining about money, yet they're leaving money sit and just just sit there. What were we going to say, Deadite? Um, I was going to mention, you know, when you were taking your shot at the greatest gaming streaming platform, the only <laughs> one that I've ever thought about using Facebook gaming. Um, th- there was a, uh, it was, e- it's either a rumor or a soft announcement of uh, Facebook getting into their own game streaming, similar to Luna or Stadia or <laughs> X cloud uh, that is on its way. So Zuckerberg is going to get his, uh, his fingers in all that. Oh, grandma's going to be streaming. Yeah, yeah, we did. I did. I did see that. I did see that. I did see that information drop uh, earlier today. Um, It seems like a very basic concept to start, but and I actually like that they're that they're kind of taking it easy and going to roll into it instead of try to charge people. It's going to be a free service out the gate, and then they'll build it up. So good for them. I mean. Every, everybody's going to be getting in on this. I mean, this like we, we, we've been sitting here talking about it. It's the future of gaming. Soon, soon we'll either be buying a controller and using a service, or eventually it'll just be a service. I, you know, I, I don't know. But, you know, with, with uh, Oculus and everything else that's, that, that they're already doing, that Facebook's already doing. Um, oh, John, Johnny's talking about Oculus right now in the chat. They're already tying like Facebook to gaming in the sense of Oculus, where like you can't even use your Oculus without a Facebook account now. So like they're linking it all together, they're they're building it out, and we're gonna see Facebook start to uh, take some shots here. But I do like that they're they're not trying to just jump in with with all the big guns and say yeah we're gonna do it too because I think um, that wouldn't work that wouldn't favor Facebook well at this point. All right. Anyways, that's our attack on the news. For these topics and much more, you want to visit gameslomedia.com. Um, we um, like to continue these conversations. We like to talk about this stuff. Obviously, we talked about it off stream. We talked about a pre-show. We're talking about it now on the show. And I'm sure we'll continue the conversation in the Discord. So join the Discord today. Talk in the Gameslow podcast channel. You know, tell me why Deadite's right. Tell Deadite why he's wrong. I, you know, Whatever we like to hear it all because I mean the facts are the facts. What 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 Deadite said is right, and it is the way the world does spin in all those industries. But what is going to work for us moving forward? Um, I don't think we see it yet. It's I don't think it exists yet, and, and that's why we need to continue to 
have our voice heard of what we need and what we you know what what's what's needed to continue helping others while building ourselves building our own brands so and then for those of you that don't believe this is a career and don't believe that and believe this is all silly let's hear from you too how do you think maybe we should all find real jobs <laughs> but anyways uh the discord's a super chill community we like to hang out there and talk about all this stuff and if you're not watching us live on twitch.tv then please just uh, head on over to gamezillamedia.com and on the community tab, you can find your link to the Discord there as well. All right. Gaming moment of the week, guys. What do you got, Deadite? Let's keep it tight, boys. We, we ran tight. this one long because we had some good news this week. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm on a, a roll closing games out. It was Last of Us 2 last week, and then uh, this week I finished off the main story for Spider-Man. Felt good. Yeah, yeah, you are on a roll, man. You beating two games in the same year? That's nuts. Wasn't yeah. It, is this the it, first time ever? It, two <laughs> games in one one calendar year? Yeah. Probably. Probably a first. Congratulations. Oh what what did you think? Uh I, I liked it. I felt like it. I felt like I wanted there to be more like also I thought that the, all of a sudden I got to the final battle and I was like, oh, this is it because you get a little warning. You have to spend all your like upgrade points now because there won't right. be another chance to go. Oh, this is it. I thought I had another three hours of gameplay. Nope, I'm going right into it. So I wanted more. So I did get into some of the DLC this week as well, which has been fun. I the 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 twitch the twitch room is uh, asking if they need deadite's psn name so they can track his progress uh it is the deadite night that is my playstation for now until we make that move there too (laughs) (laughs) soon to be the butter night the the butter (laughs) night I mean, you really should consider it with everything we just talked about with with uh, lawsuits and, and getting shut down. I mean, I don't know if you can really right. call yourself that anymore. Miggy, right. what, what's your game moment of the week? I with me. I have connections. <laughs> <laughs> um, gaming moments of the week. It was kind of hard. Kind of hard. Um, uh, but I'm gonna I'm going to have to go with um with uh wow until dawn, until dawn. I uh using this time uh you know spooked over. To kind of dabble in some games that've been in my backlog, I've got a bunch of horror games in the backlog, um, and decided to play that. I think it took about two or three streams to uh, get through a campaign, and it was amazing. I mean, um, playing it, the acting in it, I loved it. Especially, um, what was the guy's name? I want to say is Romy something, the, the, the Mister Robot, as, as 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 everybody calls him. Remy, um, isn't it? Remy. Remy. Remy something. But he had a, a great performance in there. I mean, especially there was a scene where he like just just flipped out and went like Joker-esque. I'm like, oh my goodness, I, I'm excited to see him in Bond as a villain. I need this in my life. But um, it was good. I only had two people die. I'm not going to spoil. But um, it was amazing to play and interact with the chat when they were saying, oh, I've never seen this scene. Oh, I didn't see this scene. Oh, this person died in my playthrough. Oh, this is cool. And it, it, it's great. I want to play through it again, see if I can get them all to survive, if it's possible. But um, It's possible because it's an achievement. Or a oh, tro- nice. it, it's a trophy or whatever, PlayStation trophy. Okay. May have to, uh, may have to run that. And Deadite. Um, you'd be pleased to know this week I am starting my run of um of uh The Last of Us. 
Ooh, so very yep, nice. Gonna do the last. This is my first time playing on a PS4. Um, I played it when it initially released for PS3. So I'm gonna do that and then go to um to two right after it. So maybe we could do a state of Zilla on The Last of Us. Our thoughts. What do you think? Ooh, maybe maybe we'll have to. Maybe we'll get BMC in on it. Ooh, yeah. Get, get the get the fanboy in on it. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, I will let you guys know because I'm, I'm going to hammer that. That's all I'm going to be playing. Uh, so I'm uh, going to hammer through that. So look forward to it. Uh, yeah, my gaming moment of the week it revolves around community, I guess. Uh, when so I've been playing a lot of Rocket League, and we've talked about this already. The the rank, the skill set has gone up. The the ranks have gone up, and everything's felt good. But I but recently I've found myself starting to feel a little more comfortable in trying to help others in Rocket League, um, try to learn some of the things that I've learned over the last month, and just spending time with the community, joining in party chat and and, and, and playing Rocket League for, like, there's been streams where I've, I've, ga- I've played Rocket League for 10 hours. Like, just Rocket Like, I was like, oh, we'll start with Rocket League and we'll see where we go. And then 10 hours later, I'm like, well, we never left Rocket League. So, you know, it's just been fun to game with all all levels of of players from from beginners to highly competitive and feel like uh I belong, you know, feel like I have a I have a home here. I feel like before really streaming and before building out the Grim the Dino channel and I talked about this a little bit on stream was I had my I had my group of friends and then like that but that was it. Like if I played online it was always with strangers. Right. And it was like, if, if, if my team went to bed, that was it. Now I feel like I cycle through, you know, all the different groups (laughs) and every time it's like, all right, I'm going to bed. I'm like, all right, cool. Who else, who's next to come in and join and, and, you know, join up and squad up. And so it's just been, it's been fun because I've played with people from obviously here locally in the States to people all around the world. And it's just Rocket League is just that it's a fun, easy, chill game that can be ultra competitive, but also just, you know, it's, I, I had a great time just sitting back spectating some, some one V ones of people that wanted to, wanted to go and, and, you know, uh, fight each other and see, and see how their, how their skills have changed over the last several weeks. So I just give it a shout out to rocket league. It's gone free to play guys. If you haven't, if you haven't given it a try, I highly recommend it. I did finish my rocket pass. I think I'm like 18 levels past, level 70 which is the end of the rocket pass every level after that you get uh painted items you get special versions of items that have been in the rocket pass and i'm happy to report i have now received two versions of inverted hamster wheels where the hamsters are ghosts and you literally see their exoskeleton running and it's super cool (laughs) man i have so far to go i'm not even i'm just about halfway through the rocket pass yeah yeah, well, I think the um, you know the events and really focusing on the seasonals and stuff, they they really like start to just launch you through that pass. So, yeah. um, you'll get there. You got plenty of time. But the um, yeah, it's a good time. And then they, and then another big shout out to community again, Sergeant Dexter Griff, who is the uh, owner operator of N Seven Esports International, um, the esports organization I have I have teamed up with as a content creator, um. Slid into my game last night and gifted me some super rare uh, items that Ooh. you guys will be able to see in in upcoming streams as I play Rocket League. 
And just again, he just he looked at me. He's like, you know, you uh, you need some swag. Is basically what he said. And just said, okay, you're gonna receive an invite here in a, in a minute. Accept it, and then they're going to invite you to trade. Just don't put anything in your trade box. They'll drop things in. Hit okay, and then leave. And so that's what I did. And I walked away with some re- some really cool stuff. So um, it's just stuff like that that. I'm driving around a Finnick now that was, again, another member of the community that was just like, hey, I got an extra Finnick blueprint here. You can have it. You know, he could have easily sold it because it's one. It's, it's like the most popular car body right now. So, like, it, it's just stuff like that that's really cool, and I, I enjoy it every time that it happens. And now, like, as I grow my inventory, I look forward to being able to try to do the same. Those are our gaming moments of the week. We want to hear your gaming moments of the week. You can do so in the Discord channel. So hop on in, talk about what you've been gaming, talk about your achievements. There's channels for all that stuff and find people to game with. You know, come join the community that we just got done talking about and, and find people to play Rocket League with you. Find people to uh, to join, jump into Player One Miggy's stream and enjoy his, his playthrough of Last of Us. And, uh, you know, just have a good time. Super, super fun, chill community. Also, don't forget to log on to Forknife. If you're a Forknife player, and get your Ghostbusters gear. Do it. <laughs> Do it now. If Bustin makes you feel good, get your Ghostbusters skin. Ooh, don't cross the stream. Deadeye, does Bustin make does. you feel good? Always. Bustin literally <laughs> always is a good, good feeling. Okay, so then I expect you on Fortnite very soon. No, nah, not for twenty dollars for the thing. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, there it is. Sorry. There it is. Sorry. I, I I went online and checked it out because like, oh, I love Ghostbusters. I never played Fortnite, but I love Ghostbusters. And I saw the price and I was like, no, thank you. You could have well, got like a, four or five bucks out of me. Like I said, amazing community. Maybe I just gift it to Deadeye, which then will force him to play Fortnite. We've tried that before. Yeah, we've yeah, tried yeah that, with right? a frisbee. With a frisbee. This is di- <laughs> this is different. Okay, this is different. It's uh, Ghostbusters. Okay, no, you want to keep me on Rocket League? You they reeled me. They me. reeled me back in with Marvel. I can reel you back in with some Ghostbusters. It's possible. And a Moon Knight skin. Where's the Moon Knight skin? We'll get him with that. <laughs> Moon Knight news. Get in the Discord. Let's talk about Moon Knight news. Yeah. Mar- I got, I got a, I got a, we got to wrap this thing up. We went long. You need to listen to the other podcasts available. Gamezillamedia.com and all the other platforms where you listen to the Gamezilla podcast. I'm talking about noobs and dragons. I'm talking about the legend of retro where they covered um, Twilight Princess last week, like the worst Zelda game. And they talked about it for an hour, but they love the game. And uh, you can come fight me in uh, our discord about my shot at, at twilight princess uh noiseland arcade our simpsons podcast and of course got to give a special shout out to the last action podcast because i have been frequenting their show all month long talking about horror movies so uh, make sure you go give those a listen and again support all those shows including our own patreon.com slash games of the media go there start your patronage today and it helps us uh continue to make these shows for you and, I guess. And, uh, to, oh, I'm God. sorry. To piggyback, one one quick thing to piggyback on what you were saying, Deadite. Um, uh, uh, Legend of Retro has been has been sponsoring the community play. Uh, we're going through. Uh, we're pl- actually playing um, Earthbound right now as a community. So if you want to join in and get on that game, I've never played before. Um, and just you know join a bunch of friends that are playing it. Uh, by all means, I feel like that's something that might keep going on. So who knows what the next game might be? Right in the Discord. I just want to let you know that your your little. Uh... Your little 
announcement there deadite um just upset super lars johnny riot uh they're pulling their dollar from patreon and giving it to oak whistle uh yeah it's not the worst zelda ever uh it's definitely not the worst zelda and you're wrong okay i'll admit that worst mainline zelda game except for zelda 2 like playing as the dog is terrible it's why do you fun. why it's a it's wolf not fun I why, like that one. Why do you hate Twilight Princess so much? Because we, it's not fun. You and I, you and I, I want to play as an elf boy with a sword. You and I fight over this so much every time it gets brought up. <laughs> you sound like you know. enjoy the CDI version. That's what I think. Yeah. You don't tell me what I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Excuse me, princess. Thank you for hanging I, out. I strictly <sighs> only enjoy busting. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out on episode 333. That is almost the length of two episodes, so I don't think we even have to do a show next week. What do you think, guys? No no show next week? I mean, at least for one of us. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Seriously, though, thank you for hanging out. Thank you to our patrons. Uh, everybody that tuned in to the show live on twitch.tv slash gameslowmedia. We appreciate you all. Um... You know, just remember we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game on. Game on. Game on.